What's up? What's up? Welcome back to Jack of All Trades, a weekly podcast for you to digest where there will always be a special guest. I'm not going to hold you on this love after lockup review. So let's go ahead and get right into it. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey, girl. What's going on? Oh, nothing, girl. This love after lockup crew. <laughs> you already know. <laughs> yes. Look, I feel like this week we just gonna have to have a real conversation. We're not gonna sugarcoat this shit this week. It is what it is. Okay. <laughs> yes. Agreed. And you know we're we know we're a little late uh, in the week. New episode coming soon. But we're gonna give a quick rundown of season four, episode thirty six, car chase from hell, and really just kind of talk through how each couple showed up and showed their ass this past week. They've been on this car chase for 45 episodes. Okay, (laughs) Girl, for us to make, right, no progress. I'm like, this is five minutes worth of real time. So I'm, I'm amazed at how they turn that into segment after segment of content episode. Right, right. So, so yeah, um, you know, Love After Lockup and WeTV, they put out the top five arresting moments from each episode and they covered off on most of the couples pretty well, but there is one couple that didn't make the top five that we could start off with and that would be Gabby and Chris. Oh, girl, I'm sick of them. Yeah. So quick summary, they woke up the next day after, you know, Chris's first night staying with Gabby. Uh, He tried to serve her a prison breakfast. She wasn't going. Then she went into the kitchen and made another version of breakfast that didn't look really appetizing. Uh, They had sex and then he left for the day. She, she got, got him to apologize. She got what she wanted, even though she was wrong. She got him to apologize. Yes, she did. And she got ready for her day. And he questioned why she was all dressed up and looking like a 50s housewife. And she said, this is how she always looks. And he got downstairs, saw the BMW that she bought actually sitting at, outside. I don't know if it was in the back of the building or what. The, the project building she stayed let's go there <laughs> building is looking real projectish while you trying to be shady to his mother and his sister baby right it's giving project vibes over there where you went to in jersey right because you certainly don't have any patio or no i see blinds that probably tow up girl good night it's giving section eight yeah right multi-level building obviously nothing yeah it's giving co-op housing (laughs) that type of shit girl good night um she comes down you know chris tells her to come downstairs because he knows that that's the car and asks her to explain herself and we find out that gabby has charges gabby got into it at well no uh gabby Mm -hmm. was speeding uh doing 90 and a 45 got pulled over and then tried to flee the police and her license is suspended. And she also got into um, an altercation with some folks at a club. Once again, blaming her cousin. I can't help but wonder if this is the same cousin that 
she met Chris through because that cousin also had a prison boyfriend. Huh. I'm like, hated it, forgot about that. (laughs) Right? I'm like, do you just have terrible influences in life in general? Like, what's going on? Is it multiple people or is it just this one cousin that you should have been stayed away from? But, or is it just you? Right. Right. Bottom line, um, it could be a cousin she's just blaming, right? Because blaming, not taking accountability. It's everybody's fault, but yours. Right. Because she definitely. Uh, does does, that she does that she does not take accountability for anything but um yeah she got uh, charged with assault and making terroristic threats what do you think girl what did you say (laughs) what were you out there saying she must have said she was gonna blow something up oh yeah i know that's exactly what she said (laughs) yeah um yeah, she. The judge needs to mandate her to go to some type of anger management. That's what ha- needs to happen. They don't need to lock up. They need to. She needs some help. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because I think prison time is unfortunately only going to make her spiral. She already has issues with authority. She already doesn't take accountability. I could see her getting into it with everybody in there and only getting herself more time. Everybody in where? In prison absolutely not absolutely getting into it with home the other inmates other inmate, yeah girl they're gonna tap that ass honey they're not about to be getting into it with her absolutely not and damn sure not a co this girl good night <laughs> not going for it <laughs> yeah it just doesn't feel like it's gonna be productive you know for her to go oh, to prison she'll get a matter right oh it she can she'll get a man right but i really do feel like she needs some help like before it gets to that point because <laughs> she'll yeah. get our man right like you know in a street way she want to be street so bad you know so I don't want that for her right I, I think some other people will think she deserve it but I feel like before it gets to that point she should get some help first like try a different alternative first <laughs> yes agreed um, and Chris you know I don't like when Gabby puts us in a situation where I'm we got a sad with him. Yeah. <laughs> or I'm feeling for him, like because he and mentioned he mentioned that um, you know, if she gets uh convicted of these charges and everything goes on record, she would be a felon and then that will put their relationship in jeopardy because everybody can't be Nathan and Skyler you know and right. be felons that live together despite that's they're not on papers mm-hmm. they said that she was like if we want papers we can do that right that's right so depending on how the situation you know unfolds it puts their it puts their relationship at risk and then gabby talking she went to a lawyer and she talking about she wants to take the shit to trial i'm like girl no you don't do you realize um, a, an attorney, a prosecutor would eat your ass up? Yeah. Well, she said also, too, that Chris, if the tables were turned and she went to jail, he would absolutely leave her. So, ma'am, why did you just do this bed with this fool? Right. If the tables were reversed and you know he wouldn't do it for you, why the fuck did you do it for him? Right. I mean, for me, honestly, I was like, why is this your number one concern right now? 
um, whether, whether or not he leaves you or not and act not actually like what am I up against like how do I prepare for this situation but agreed like why do you even tolerate the relationship if you feel like it's so one-sided but we see that's why she kept things a secret from him and waited until he basically found out that she was lying and he told her you know like don't lie to me <laughs> which agreed but you know I think we we knew like if they were honest with each other if they if everything was up front they probably wouldn't even be in that apartment together right now so yeah but first of all when she was even explaining what was going on with him she just sounded so dumb like talking about this case like she was moving bricks like oh I was at the wrong place at the wrong time I got caught up girl you did that to yourself Right. You were being tough per usual and the police did it to your ass, period. Right. You should have just you know, you were speeding or whatever. First of all, you should have been speeding, you know, your license fucked up. You could have just had a, a simple ticket paid to find and been done with it, but you wanted to spaz out in true Gabby fashion and now you're dealing with those consequences. Good night, mama. Yep. And got the nerve to be like, Oh, I think they're trying to make an example of me. As they should. <laughs> As they should teach your little ass a lesson. Right. Honestly, like we're saying for your own good, because if they don't lay it down hard on your ass right now, you know, if they don't come down heavy on you now, your ass is going to jail and you're going to learn the hard way in there. She needs a slice of humble pie anyway. So here it is. Yeah. Deal with it. Right. Next. (laughs) So uh, that's it for them. So, um, for the rest of the couples that actually made a dent, um, (laughs) in the episode that we TV acknowledged, uh, number five, Justine and Michael, uh, they highlighted Justine's conversation with Michael's mom. So we see Justine and Michael, are they headed home? Girl, I even got no notes on them. That's that. <laughs> okay, well, they, at one point they were in the car, and we learn more about Michael being on probation for twenty years, and mm-hmm. he can't leave the state. Um, I think that part though is only for a temporary amount of time. But his kids and the rest of his family lives in Rhode Island. He's with Justine in Pennsylvania, so you know that was frustrating for him and. You know, he joins several other past love after lockup cast members with this 20 year probation. That shit is. That's federal time. Mm, okay. I mean, they, I mean I, he had to have endured federal time. It wasn't state. First of all, he walked out of jail with a whole fucking keyboard. <laughs> so that gave me federal vibes. <laughs> yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. That's that federal probation. That's usually long like that. Yeah. So he's got a curfew. He can't, you know, go certain places. And obviously, you know, it's tough. He's taking it pretty hard. He wants to be more present with his kids. So he's going to have to work through that. But his mom, his sister, um, they're back over at Justine's house. And um, they revisit, you know, the conversation they had at the reunion in the park. And Justine she gives an apology ish to the mom. Um, yeah. And what I didn't love is that the mom said, you know, Oh, 
she felt disrespected because Justine was waving her hands in her face and, you know, making her feel uncomfortable. And then Justine says she was trying to make me seem like the angry black woman. And I was like, <sighs> Justine, you black? Yeah, she black. Why would you think she wasn't black? I never mixed, maybe, but yeah, she's black. Yeah, I never looked at her, and and she wasn't giving black for me. I, I thought she was Afro Latina at best, right? I thought she was a Dominican, <laughs> like everybody else. Oh, I don't know. Not to me. But it is interesting, though, if. You know, she does look and is perceived more outwardly black than I was giving her credit for that his mom would come at her like she does have this attitude because I would bet cash money that his mom does not consider herself black, whatever she is. If she's Dominican, she's one of those, I know black, I Dominican. Oh, yeah, maybe, maybe. So, you know... They had their little conversation. Um, mom and sister said, you know, if you feel like you're being disrespected, say something. Really wasn't feeling sister's vibes because she still was on this kind of standoffish shit. Like, you know, things won't happen overnight. Like, we'll have to, you know, kind of ease into this this gelling of the families. Which, but I'm like, I think it's true. It's true. It's a lot. It's a lot. I think people are not realizing it's a lot on everybody with all of this blending of all of these kids and different cultures and things of that nature. Mm -hmm. It's a lot. I don't think they realize how much it was going to affect them too. Yeah. I think it's fair. I I guess the hope is that the sister isn't so on guard that she's waiting and ready for you know something negative to pop off and she's no, actually just coming down from that negative situation from a negative situation like the last yeah. time they saw each other it was bad vibes so they just coming down from that right and everything happened so quickly it was probably the day before so yeah <laughs> So, you know, ultimately, I think they were dressed in all black this week. Uh, they, Justine told us that Michael is the one that asked that they dress alike all the time. I don't know how much I believe that, but. Oh, that's lame. If it did, <laughs> like, dude, get your lame ass out of here, but okay. I mean. I know I'd be making all my little boyfriends dress alike. I'd be like, what color you wearing? <laughs> like, I do it too. But I'm the girl and they roll with it. You're going to do what I say when it comes to dressing us. However, (laughs) I don't know about Michael. I don't know. Maybe he did, but it's still lame if he did suggest that. (laughs) It's cool when I do it. (laughs) Well, I mean, I have to say, Michael has been looking better and better every week. I don't know what it is. I think it's just how he communicates. He's the only one that's not kicking off no shit and it's attractive to us. <laughs> You're right. You're right. Because he's giving I'm not going back vibes. He's family oriented. He's about the children. He communicates. He even went over to Justine when she was talking to the mom. He said, I want to be present. You know, yes. he's I'm like, oh, okay, Michael. 
So, yeah, I mean, still wishing them the best, but you know, they, like we said, they're going to have to do some work. It's not just going to all yeah. come super easy for them. So, Absolutely. so yeah, so moment number four, um, Cameron running from the cops. So we finally see Cameron in his studio session. Um, him and Eris have pulled up on all of his homies and he entered nipple ring shirt right same outfit same day it's like they left the sisters that we loved hey sisters um i love them yes let's talk about the sisters oh my gosh so cameron's sisters meet them at a tuxedo shop because now they're getting married overnight so first we meet his sister stephanie who first of all <laughs> yes that's his twin yes exactly that's what i was gonna say <laughs> they look just alike um she has a, a sleek short haircut she has on her um big bands busting out the bentley bantega shoes okay yes they they bred bandana heels i'm like i see a blood right with them yes see a blood i told you <laughs> Yes, okay. Gang gang is life for them. Um and she she has the body yaddy yaddy, okay? Um yes. the the tits have been done, the ass is sitting high, and she had on a t shirt that was split down the middle and then kind of tied Period. up. And Period. I was like, if I had the tits, I would do it as well. Absolutely. <laughs> I was like, okay. And she was funny and she had the right energy. And then we meet their older sister. Gosh, I don't remember. Kia. Kia. Okay. Yes. Kia. Mm-hmm. Um, beautiful chocolate girl with her braids up in a bun. She has on a white outfit, a little cropped, you know, shirt and some ripped white jeans. And they They were so cute. They came in fly. Okay. He told them, meet me at the tuxedo shop. The camera's going to be there. And they said, say less. Say less. I understand the assignment. Thank you. We got it from here. Yes. So they come in and they have conversation with Eris. Um, They told the sisters that they're getting married. And I love the conversation they had with her. Um, You know, they said, hey, we're all moms. So, you know, if you have a daughter, we want to meet her. And but we at the same time, you know, we want to know, like, are you sure that you want to marry Cameron before he's actually met your daughter? Mm-hmm. And, I love it. They were yes. so cool. They were like interested. They want when they wanted to meet her dad, they said, we want to meet our niece. I said, you know what? Everybody was raised well over here. Cam's just a stupid sibling. That's all. Right. He trouble and shit. <laughs> he, right. He was definitely given the rambunctious baby brother vibe. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, it was nice. Eris said family's super important to her. So it was important to her that she made a good impression with the sisters. Um, so she was a little, you know, a little coy with them, but. She said that her daughter was meeting Cam and they would get a chance to bond, which still felt fast, obviously. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they they made light of everything and they didn't discourage them. 
it was so funny when his sister Stephanie, um, when they asked about the engagement, and then and, and Eris is like, "Oh, we got engaged yesterday," and she's like, "So he came out of the jail, crusty, dusty, and musty, and got down yeah. on his ashy knee." They some big sisters for real, okay? <gasps> that shit was Why so would funny. y'all say that? <laughs> Too funny. Because it was, and it was true. They knew. They know their brother. Yes, looking crazy. Eric should have said, y'all should have seen him the first time he got out. Looking a fool, baby. <laughs> he mine, I'm going to stick beside him, but y'all brother looked a fool. Right. So, you know, again, they're on the same page. They haven't seen their brother in a few years because he's locked up, but they're excited to see him. They're excited for this relationship that he's in and they're supportive. And they said, all right, now we got to go and get to the mall because we got to get some outfits before it closed. So I really like that scene. Definitely, you know, I guess a more heartwarming view of how you can meet family because we've obviously seen some rough meetings when it comes to these girls and sisters. Let me tell you something. All I could think was Derek, Monique, Elizabeth and Abriana, y'all motherfuckers need to take notes. Yes. Because <laughs> this is how you're supposed to behave. All this other shit y'all doing is is not okay. Right. Yep. So so thank y'all for representing family and meeting family the right well. way. Yes. yes. <laughs> but then yeah, from there we go to the, the studio finally. Um Cam introduces Eris to all of these homies, but you know, they kind of looking at them a little funny as if they didn't expect Cam to have a girl. And then they also at aren't, all. yeah, they're not very polite. Like they got her standing in a corner while they're all sitting around. Nobody. Get y'all ass up, baby. I would have said something, even if and I, Cam, I'm ready to go because your friends don't have no manners. Like, what? I'm going to stand in the corner while y'all, it's like four of them. Yeah. Y'all going to sit down while I stand up? No, I'll be outside. Y'all have a good, and the session was trash. Cam sounded a fool in that booth. Girl, I'm not standing up for this shit. (laughs) Girl. (laughs) So Cam got in the booth and hey, Eris was blown away. She said she always thought he was a decent rapper, but you know, this session blew her mind. I'm like, girl, what is it? What is it? The dick, it gotta be the dick in him. Whatever he said on that phone while he was locked up, because it's terrible. Yeah. So he tells a story about how he was running from the cops, you know, when they caught him or when they found out that he was indeed the one smuggling 30 pounds of marijuana through luggage on a commercial flight. And, you know, they were telling him, like, your legs are too small. Like, you can't get away from us. And they him. they tased that ass. Treat him. <laughs> no respect. But... You know, like a peon. <laughs> right. Lucky for you, Cam, like you were at an airport and they probably didn't want to cause too much of a scene if they could help it. Yeah. But, you know, I don't know. Still not convinced that he's ready to fully behave. Like he's got a good thing going right now. He's lucky that he's got some good sisters that can be supportive and everybody is trying to get on board with 
things that he's deciding to do fresh out of jail, but it's really going to be on him to act right. Agreed. And Eris ain't going to do this. She's going to have another kid. So good luck with that. Girl, and she's so worried about him being the father figure in her child's life. I'm like, girl, you have got to get your baby on the WhatsApp. <laughs> or well, I don't know. You know, I follow him. I think he has a work from home job. Okay. I think he's doing like customer service or something. I think that's what I gather from the socials of he is. Yeah. And you know what? That's all good. But it just feels like, just like you always say, where's all this pressure from the father? I don't care what country he's in. We live in a global society. You can get that baby on a FaceTime, a WhatsApp, a Facebook, you know, call or or something to speak to her real father. So you don't have to keep looking for one over here in the States and wind up with OG Cam as her best option. Girl, hey, I don't know. I have nothing. (laughs) So, right. We know there's more to come from them. So, we'll see what's next. Okay. Next up, Skylar and Nathan. They get into a fight Uh, on their first date. (laughs) Nathan would have been fighting by himself. Skylar was wrong. Don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. But. Nathan, that reaction was too much. Yes. And she needs to get the fuck away from him. Yes. Skylar, run, go back to your mom's house. So, um, we're safe. Right. (laughs) Um, anticlimactic, uh, opening from them. Skylar gets back home, finds Nathan napping. He apparently been asleep for four hours. Whatevs. Right. Um, they have a date later that night and, so they go to this restaurant and one of Skylar's homeboys hmm. <laughs> from childhood. What was his name? I said air quotes. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes. Um, He FaceTimes her. Okay. Doesn't just call the line. He FaceTimes her and she feels compelled to answer it. And then Nathan snatches the phone, says they're on Ooh. a okay that would have sent me yeah didn't love that either um he hangs up on the guy the guy keeps calling back Skylar's reaction is not good because you know she's kind of laughing about it and it's like are you mad and Nathan is surely like getting more and more upset he's definitely mad Mm -hmm. like he's starting to boil over and he starts saying, so you think I'm a bitch? You think I'm a bitch? And it's like, dude. <laughs> I'm like, you're kind of acting like one right now. Really pissed them off even further. <laughs> Girl, and also like, listen, we're not in jail anymore. Like, you don't have to constantly like prove your manhood. Yeah. But again, at the same time, it's like, now Skylar, why even answer the phone? Turn it on D&D. Exactly. Exactly. She shouldn't have answered for him like at all. They're on a date. Right. Silence your phone. Don't pay attention to it. You can have a million missed calls from that guy. But honestly, I don't think he would have kept calling back had he known or had you not picked up the first time. Agreed. Because once he knew that you were with Nathan and that he could get under Nathan's skin, 
because he was like, I wasn't calling to talk to you. And (laughs) so this definitely sounded like a black guy. Um, And Nathan. It didn't sound like one to me. No, it it didn't. No, it was given. You know, you know how Lacey, uh, what's his name? Shane, like Lacey and Shane, those white boys that are like cool. Mm. That's what it was given to me. But maybe not. Maybe I misheard. Well, you know what? Maybe it's maybe it was a prison accent, you know, just like with Shane. (laughs) You know, some of these white dudes be down for a while. And then next thing you know, they sound like that. Um, Because they be locked up with a bunch of niggas. Yes. So speaking of, you know, the streets um, believe that Nathan said the N word. And that's why uh, we TV. I do. Mm hmm. So I said that and kept saying it. Like if that girl, right? I think he said the N word a couple, several times. Right, at least two or three. Yeah. So um, again, no bueno, Nathan. Like, which I think would have. I would have hoped that Skyler would have had an even bigger reaction. But you know, these are wayward whites who. Exactly. Hanging out around low class people that, you know, just use the word frivolously, I'm sure. But, you know, in general, the way that she behaved about the situation, it didn't help. He overreacted. So now he's mad. He wants to leave. He's telling her that he's ready to go. And she's like, I'm about to eat my food while it's hot. Okay. Period. Period. And then he gets up and leaves and then calls her, which again, to me, a red flag. Like, if you're going to be mad and leave, then just do that. But he immediately is on the line. Like, so you're just going to let me leave like that? And it's like, <laughs> yeah, motherfucker, you laugh. We're supposed to chase you down the street. Right. Nathan, if you don't get your over emotional ass the fuck on. And then there's. I would have treated him. <laughs> right. And then there's some guy at the um, restaurant that Skylar also is familiar with who brings over a shot. You know, congratulates her on getting out, and and Nathan hears this, and so now he's back at the restaurant, even more upset, and it's just turned into a scene. Like, and she said that guy owed her money. Like, he wasn't even. I think he was trying to be funny because mm-hmm. he saw those cameras, and she's home, and he tried to like send her a shot. Like, right. it was kind of disrespectful. But Nathan, here you come. Like, for what? Right. Right, exactly. So everything's getting blown out out of proportion. And Skylar still doesn't really want to leave with him. Um, And, yeah, I just feel like they... He overreacted. She did not respond the right way, knowing that they were on a date. Child, I can't even remember if they left together or not. They did because she said she was never going in public with him again. And he he was like, so it's over then. Oh, yes. I'm like, she's not going to answer that question while you in the car mad and you driving her. She's going to wait. I wouldn't. I'd be like, well, we'll talk about it when we get home. Right. <laughs> right. I mean, yeah, that's the last thing you want to do, especially with someone yeah. like Nathan, who has yeah, already proven. Yes. And he will take his anger out on her because to me, this further makes me believe that he purpose purposely held her up from being on time to get back to that halfway house. Yep. So. Mm-hmm. 
So, Skylar, you need to get your mama on the line and let her know that she'll be home sooner than later. Because I just don't see how this is going to work out. At all. Anywho. All right. Now that we breeze through everybody, child. So top two arresting moments <laughs> were both from Monique and Derek. So Monique and Derek, we pick up where we left off. They are involved in a car chase. So Monique is oh, saying... Yeah. <laughs> Right. We already we started, you know, this this journey last week or the prior week and we're still in the car and they're you know, everybody's just trying to get down to the bottom of what's going on. Like, Derek, are these family members? Do you know who's in the car? And Monique is like that car was sitting next to us the whole time they were outside of where his grandmother was. Somebody said, hey, Derek. And that's when she told him to get in the car. And it's like, she's still in this moment. It's like, who was that? Do you know who that was? And I'm like, girl, this might not be the time to be harassing him to in, in that way. Because I think we know the type of interrogation that Monique was trying to get at. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, they keep going. This car is not letting up. Uh, they get to a red light and somebody in the car starts to get out. And then production and everybody's like keep going keep going drive off and Monique she went from last week talking about who is it Derek because I'll pull over and find out to now she's crying yeah freaking out talking about I can't do this and I'm like girl all that rah rah (laughs) what do we say (laughs) see when I walk away you want to talk like this but when I come around, you don't want to pop off like Monique. Exactly. You got to pick a lane. And stay in it. Yes. I'm going to tell you who would have got to the bottom of things is her sister. Okay. Her sister would have been like, Let's, I mean, who is that? You know who it is. <laughs> right. And quite frankly, part of me is just like, instead of trying to rush him to get in the car after he visited with his grandmother. You- you could have stayed in that car next to that car to figure out who that was in a moment. Exactly. See how he was going to react. She, she's very bossy. She always tells him what to do. It's always giving a demand. Give me your phone. Let me see your phone. You know, it's like, girl, yes, that's insane. I don't like it. Right. It's like she talks at him like, go get you a dog. Right. <laughs> Right, because he because he is not your pet. Um, so they're still on this car chase. She's freaked out, and they final production finally figures out a plan. Like everybody's going to regroup. We're going to go back to the hotel. Everything's going to be okay. And so when they, what I noticed as they were headed to the hotel, if Monique said one more time, somebody put it in the GPS, girl. Like that. I mean, she don't know where she is. She cannot get around. I get it, but right. every time you need to stop driving. You don't know where you want. That or listen. Let, let the producers drive. Let the producers drive or set this shit up. Like like you said, because she's so bossy and because she is so willing at all times to have somebody else do some shit for her, it just comes off like it's it's additional panic. Right. Because now you're like, I don't know where I'm going and I need 
somebody else I'm relying on somebody else to give me the directions it's just like girl it's just probably adding to your to your situation and your fears but they make it back to the hotel and so she and Derek go back in you know holding hands such a scary situation um at one point security joined them uh to to ride back to the hotel yeah they did a a bit of a car swap so production hopped out Mm -hmm. security hopped in they get back to the hotel um, and get into the room. And so Monique resolves after all of this that the the best course of action is to extend her trip in uh-huh. Cleveland to switch hotels so that whoever these people were that were following them don't know where they're staying and to get a new rental car so that they don't know what their car looks like. <laughs> Girl, it is insane. Like you're doing all this to run up behind him because you. I'm like, what? Right, right. And I, hey, I'm not saying she should have just left the next day because I get it. You, like she said, I don't feel like you're safe here. But I think something that she didn't want to accept was that no matter what, he was on his home turf. And right, he knows he knows who those people were. He does finally admit that to us. He knows Mm -hmm. who was chasing them in that car. And he was never as scared as the producers were or nobody. Right. Or no fucking body. (laughs) Because he knew. And that's probably why he wasn't afraid to not respond to that person while they were sitting in the parking lot. Because again, I would have been like who is that just that if you want to be you know if you want to interrogate him then ask him the question right then and there you already asked who is that enough why not ask right there and get to the bottom of it instead of driving off and then y'all wind up in this chase from hell and now you got to do all this other stuff but you know you didn't want to accept whatever truth was there in the parking lot and he know he didn't want to admit anything so now we going through all this extra stuff like this in and of itself is a sign that you should go home sooner than later, Monique. You should not have extended your stay. So that means she's been down at a whole two weeks already. No, Maybe. that and that's the thing, right? We know based on what like his cousin Jessica said, and they flashed some of the days. I think he's only been out for four or five days. So now you're saying instead of saying for another week, I want to stay for another two weeks or, or, you know, whatever that looks like. But I don't think their time was running out already. Mm. And so then we start to, you know, hear from Derek that he feels like she's smothering him. And I mean, from everything that we've seen, I wouldn't disagree with that. Absolutely. So it's the next day and she's, you know, talking about how she was scared, talking about all these plans that she has to change things so that she can stay and I guess make sure he's safe. And he's ready to just have a moment to himself. So which he has not had. Right. Right. At Um, all. I'm like, can you blame him? So because she wants to do all this stuff, he's like, okay, well, I want to go to the mall, which Sir, she bought you all of this stuff. What do you really have to go to the mall for? But 
whatever. Because baby, you got the finest of the threads. There's right. Burberry, there's Gucci. Like, what do you want to DTLR to get? I don't understand. <laughs> right. Like you literally pop tags to go to the mall. But yeah. <laughs> but he's like, okay, well, can you down because what what did you say? She's like, Well, give me your phone. Because for whatever reason, she's utilizing her phone and his phone. So while she's got his phone in her hand, he's like, well, can you download the Uber app for me so he can go to the mall while she goes and runs all these other errands? And she's like, for what? Why would you do that? I can take you. And it's like, you're not trying to kill two birds with one stone? She's like, no. (laughs) She she don't want to let him out of her sight. And that's the insecure, like, girl, mm-hmm. let, can he go to the mall? Right. Clearly, he has his own money. The fuck? Right. Right. So that that is something that, once again, shows, like, this is the problem, Monique. We are moving past anything that, you know, you were worried about up front, physical looks, all that. And now you're just showing yourself to be a controlling partner. Like this man cannot make any moves without you feeling like you have to be there and you have to approve of them. Because even when he was like, you know, like, what you mean? Like, why are you getting mad? And then she gets really dismissive, like Derek, please. You know, it was the same thing when they wanted to go to the casino where she just shuts him out. And so he's like, I mean, is that a problem? And she was just like, finally, she's like, no, it's not. And he hopped up like a little kid (laughs) You know what I wonder? I wonder, like, what would Derek be doing, like, if he he fresh out and he didn't have Monique around? What would be going on out there in Ohio, okay? Girl, <laughs> he probably would do what I think he's probably headed to do. Because, again, he told us he knew who was in that car. And, therefore, he needs to communicate with that person you know, to set things straight. I think that he would have got up with old friends, old booze, maybe. Because oh, he seems like, you know, he's missed, you know, like yes. he's got a little fan club. Right. Right. He somehow was still pretty connected to his old neighborhood. He's mentioned having other women that were interested in meeting him. So he might've had somebody who was truly local to the Cleveland area that he wanted to get up with. But I honestly, I'm not sure if he's going to meet another woman that's romantically interested or, you know, Derek mentioned being a gambler. Like he seems like he's got a lot going on. So Mm. I don't know. But I mean, I guess also, you know, we've definitely seen it time and again. You might want to paint a different picture. But the truth is these niggas be running game. So it could be some other girl. We got to see right so i don't know um but yeah that was wrong of him to let all that shit continue in that car chase and he knew who it was like oh yeah she needs to pack it up and go home monique go home baby girl stayed in chicago to have high speed chases and shit okay child word on the street is she wasn't driving in chicago and he told her you gonna have to learn how to drive (laughs) what Yes. So she, oh God, you're not even an experienced driver and you out having high speed chases. Right. Right. And maybe that's why she was so scared. Girl, good night. Right. I don't know. But um, 
But yeah, that was the long and the short of the episode. Um, We saw in the previews that Derek does talk to a woman on the phone um, and asked, you know, was that you? I know that was you. And he goes to some, I don't know. It looks like another hotel to me. It does, or maybe an apartment building, but right. He goes somewhere else. Um, That's all I remembered. (laughs) It looks like they have a meetup with his sister too. Like there's like a, yes, the sister's still trying to fight Monique. right yeah they run into at least elizabeth somewhere because as they drive away she kind of like hits the car yeah so you know the drama continues with them um i feel like i've mentioned it a couple of times already but we're waiting on ashley and travis um we know that she lost a lot of money in this business And she finally tells him and there seems to be some sort of, you know, flip out moment where she wants everybody out of the house. Um, Yeah, there's still more to come, even though I don't think there's that many more episodes left. Hmm. So I wrap that shit up with (laughs) Ashley and Travis because I'm sick of their ass. Yeah, I don't know. I think WeTV is going for, you know, a perfect record with this season because there's still enough content to go another three episodes and it feels like every one of those episodes could be kind of spicy. So. Agreed. So, yeah. Um, yeah, maybe next time <laughs> I'll have more notes <laughs> and we'll come to y'all a little bit earlier in the week. Uh, but you know, enjoy this episode just as much as the rest of them. And I'm curious to see how things, yeah, curious to see how things go down this week and how they wrap up this season. But we're starting to get more and more of those, um, previews for life after lockup. And at least half of this cast is going to be on there. So it'll be interesting to see how that goes down too. Absolutely. Well, yes. So I don't have any love after lockup tea from any um, of the universe this week. So we'll keep it uh, short and sweet for us. And we'll be back next week. All right. Bye. All right. You have a good one. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to another love after lockup review. We appreciate y'all. And remember, I'm a jack of all trades, a master of none, not here to be an expert, just here to have fun. Bye, guys.